Good morning, everyone. Welcome, welcome to the prayer line. My name is Heather Dawson, and I am your facilitator for this morning. The others on the team for this morning is our controller, Sister Tanika Smothers, and we praise God for her. We are grateful to the controllers. They are the ones who see to it that the call is up and running for us so that we can uh, get on and receive what the Lord has for us for the day. And our person um, that is going to be praying and interceding is Sister Shirley Burke. So let me say good morning to her this morning. Uh, Good morning, Shirley. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Elder Heather. All is well. And I give God the praise. Yes, all is well. Praise the Lord. Yes. And then our devotion leader is Minister Linda Lightfoot. So good morning to you, Minister Linda. How are you this morning? Good morning, Elder Heather. I am absolutely blessed, splendiferously. (laughs) Say that again. (laughs) Splendiferously. (laughs) Splendiferously. That's a big word so early in the morning. (laughs) Bless you. Bless you. Wow. Well, we're glad to have you this morning also. Um, I'm not even going to try to repeat that word again. (laughs) Praise the Lord. God is good, and isn't it wonderful to be able to rise up early in the morning and to just join with brothers and sisters together and have laughter, have to have laughter. You know, the world doesn't have much laughter in it. So when we get on the prayer call, we're just so grateful that we can just relax and and just wait before the Lord and receive from him and uh, have some joy so that as we go throughout the day, we can think about the time that we started the day on the prayer call. Praise God. So now that I've introduced our team to you, let me greet all of you that have uh, joined the call this morning. No matter who you are, where you're calling in from, the Father sees you, and may his blessing rest upon you. We just ask the Lord to bless our our bishop and Pastor uh, Adrian Smith, they are the ones that God has led uh, to lead New Destiny Ministry, and we just pray God's blessing upon them as they stand in their position, that God will show them how to lead, how to guide, what to teach, and to preach always the word of truth. So we thank God for them. You know, the days are getting darker as We well know all around us, but that only allows our light to shine brighter. And we must remember, according to Psalms 9, verses 9 and 10, that we are not part of this broken kingdom here on earth, nor are we subject to these times. Think about that. The word tells us that we are not subject to these times. Everyone who knows God's mercy must keep putting their trust in him, and we can rely on God 
for help no matter what. No matter what comes, we can rely on God, for he's the one sure thing. Lord God, you said you would never leave us. No, never. Never will you neglect those who come to you. So we come to you this morning, Father, seeking you. We are your children and desire to be led by you. In Colossians 1, verses 12 and 13, it tells us our hearts can soar with joyful gratitude. There was gratitude. There was joyful gratitude as we started the call this morning. Hallelujah. Because we have been, been made worthy, worthy to receive the glorious inheritance that is freely given to us. See, we don't have to pay for it. Jesus paid it all. God, you rescued us completely from this broken kingdom and you have translated us into your heavenly kingdom through your Son, Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and Savior. And we bless you this morning. We give you honor and we give you praise. We give you all the glory, all the glory. As we prepare to hear and listen to your word this morning, Lord, I pray that, Holy Spirit, you have free course. You have free course to flow through Minister Linda as she yields herself to you. Come and be the presenter of truth, navigating us on that highway to victory. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, Minister Linda, we are ready for you, so please come. Okay, good morning, everyone. It's a great day in the kingdom this 10th day of August 2022, all honor and praises to God, who is the head and strength of my life, to our bishop, Bishop Christopher Carl Smith, to our pastor, Pastor Adrian Smith, to all visiting pastors and all clergy, and to the New Destiny worshiping family and friends. Our topic of discussion today is trials plus cheerfulness equals patience. And it's coming from the following scriptures, James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, Psalm 23 and verse 4, and Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10, which reads as follows, and in that order, James 1, 2 through 4 says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Psalm 23 and 4 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for Thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Ephesians 3.10 says, to the intent 
that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. The book of James is written by James, the brother of our Lord, and James' letter is written to the Jewish believers. However, it is a message that well suits all believers. He writes, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. At this early stage of the church, a great majority of believers were Jews and most were isolated, living under a dark cloud of pressure and persecution. It cost these believing Jews a great deal to be Christians. The word brethren is the Greek word adelphos, and it refers to a member of the same religious community, especially a fellow Christian. It can also refer to a biological brother as well. However, in James' lifetime, there were the ceremonially religious folk who went through the motions of practicing the law religiously without heart or spirit, considering themselves to be righteous in God. And there were the followers of Christ who were his disciples, believers and followers who worshiped in spirit and in truth, who sought to not only hear the word, but understand, practice, exercise it, and do it. And there had to be a differentiation between the two because brethren, brothers, Biological and spiritual are derived from the same womb, which makes them kindred. They share common DNA. So to make clear to whom James is addressing, he differentiates by utilizing the word brethren to signify their unity in the faith. And the word count in this passage where he says count it all joy. It's not in reference to counting as in the calculation of numbers, as in mathematical activity. Count in the Greek is the word hegeomahi, which means to, to have a strong lead, to command with official authority in the sense of having a strong inducing or driving mindset it's quite possible that the early Jewish believers were carrying to a stream the fact that they were no longer under the law but now under grace. Apparently, some were spreading the idea that absolutely no works were necessary, which is true in a sense, for by grace are ye saved through faith, not of works, lest any man should boast. It is the gift of God. James wrote in major part to point out that true, saying faith in Christ produces changes and new behaviors or works, not by which a person is saved, but by which a person's saving faith is apparent or indicative through their actions. And because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, and out of the heart flows the issues of life, James wanted every believer to know that they would be processed 
for transformation and that process would bring discomfort at many levels and in many areas of their lives. He points out that there's a specific mindset they must maintain in order to endure the process to completion. There were some that because of persecution would have to leave family and friends, perhaps without a word of goodbye, in order to survive. And their dispersion would be for the furtherance of the gospel. Their finances might be cut off because of their following Christ, but God promised to supply all of their need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Their mindset must be that in light of who Jesus is, knowing he is the Messiah, in light of his purpose for coming to save a dying world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. In light of how he suffered to pay the ransom for our souls, he who knew no sin became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He was beaten beyond recognition to the point that his flesh was torn from his body. He took the beating and execution that was rightfully ours so we wouldn't have to. Our gaze must be fixed upon him, Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. We must set ourselves to look beyond our suffering and gaze forward upon our Lord, beholding our reward in Christ Jesus and the glory to come. David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. In other words, David knew that no matter what he had to go through, he was empowered to do so because God would ultimately guide and protect him. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord lifts up a standard against him. He would not be left alone, and victory was ultimately his. And because of knowing these things and considering these examples set before us, we must recognize also that we are called and chosen by the king of kings for the honor of suffering for the holy crown. Many called, many are called, but few are chosen. So, though the world around you is in thick darkness, rejoice because the light is within you and the battle will challenge your determination to shine. It will pull out all the stops to snuff out every ounce of kingdom light and love, but we must set ourselves to put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to withstand the wiles of the devil and having done all to stand in the evil day, stand having your loins girded with truth. The truth is it may not look like it, it may not feel like it, but the devil is a defeated foe. He lost at Calvary. The blood of Jesus on you is a constant reminder that in infuriates him to no end. He just doesn't want you to know it. The whole purpose in your enduring this challenge is so that through the language of contrast, the whole world 
will have before its eyes the darkness of evil put to open display and shame exposed by the light of infinite power of the living God through the church, which is the believers and worshipers of Christ. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Do it for the joy that is set before you, knowing that there hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. For if we suffer with him, we shall also reign with him. Amen. 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 I was trying to write down quickly some of the things that you said this morning. That was a wonderful word. That word was an impartation to victory. God will make a way. He'll make a way when there seems to be none. And he's promised in his word that he won't neglect us, that he'll be there with us. Hallelujah. So let patience, let patience have its perfect work in us. Remember that this morning, patience, something that a lot of people do not have, and that is patience. Everything in this generation as we know it is, we want it now. We don't want to wait for anything, but patience. Patience has a work. It has a work, and it will perfect in us, hallelujah, who we are and why we are. So praise God. Thank you, um, Minister Linda, for that wonderful uh, devotion this morning. At this time, we're going to go to um, Sister Shirley Burke, and she's going to come and lead us in a time of prayer and petitions, agreeing that God will do what he says he will do when we, the children of God, in faith, believe, and we will not falter, but we will remain steadfast, knowing that God heard and he will answer. So, uh, Shirley, if you will come at this time, please. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God, I give you praise for the word that you've enlightened our hearts with. God, I thank you so much this morning. And so we come this morning crying, Abba, Father, who art in heaven, we magnify your name this morning and give you praise, honor and glory for being the awesome, beautiful, sovereign God who is faithful, just, the essence of love and truth, and holds all power as the great creator, Elohim. Father, we come in the name of Jesus, believing what we ask for in our prayers and petitions, we shall receive according to your word and your will. Hallelujah. Father, we are praying your kingdom come and your will be done in the earth and in the earth of our lives according to your law. 
your desires and your commandments, Lord. Father, may your people exalt your name above every situation and circumstance they face with spontaneous worship and obedience as it is in heaven. Father, we thank you for your mercy and grace that has been lavished on us today with the supply of our daily bread, and we ask with repentant hearts for forgiveness of our sins, thoughts, deeds, and anything we are unaware of in our lives that goes against the knowledge and the nature of who you are and who you are in us, God. And we will be quick to forgive others that sin against us in Jesus' name. This morning we have a prayer request for healing from the Andre Taylor on behalf of Cassidy Kalanger, who is having surgery today and scheduled for another surgery in October for Crohn's disease to free her from a permanent IV. Mm. Father God, we bring to the throne of grace Cassidy Kalanger and lay her at your feet. Knowing you and you alone have the power to hear her, heal her of Crohn's disease, Father, because Jesus has already offered his blood and the stripes he took on Calvary for her healing, according to 1 Peter 2 and 24. Father, heal Miss Kalinger, and she shall be healed. And we thank you for saving and delivering her from a world of sin and bringing her into the kingdom of God. Miss Kalinger, we speak life by the healing power of Jehovah Rapha, the God that knows every broken place in your body. Father, we thank you for healing her mind so she is not fearful, for you are with her. Thank you for healing her soul so she will trust you as she goes into surgery. Thank you for healing her body, Ashe, for you are her strength. And thank you for healing her spirit, for you alone, Lord God, will uphold her with your righteous right hand, according to your word in Isaiah 41 and 10. We call upon Jehovah Shammah, the God that is there and present in the operating room. I'm that it will see. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, we thank you for preparing the hearts of the doctors and nurses that will perform the surgery and everyone else involved in the process so Ms. Kalanger can rest in knowing you will never leave her nor will you forsake her even on an operating table. Father, let every instrument be sterilized. Let every cut be precise and every stitch be accurate as you give the doctors how to take care of this precious saint in Jesus' name. Father, let her breathing be strong and her waking be quick as without an incident of mishap, Father. Father, we thank you that Ms. Kalinga will wake with praise and thanksgiving for the miracle we are asking you to perform in her body according to your will, your purpose, and timing in Jesus' name. Mm, I give him praise. I give him praise. Hallelujah for the healing process. Hallelujah. Father, our second request is also from DeAndre Taylor on behalf of Adam Connor for salvation and to be a positive role model for her, his son. Father, we come in agreement with the prayer of DeAndre Taylor for Adam Connor's salvation. And we thank you for your love that covers a multitude of sin. And for Jesus' sacrifice of love unto death on Calvary for Mr. Connor, that he would hear the word of God and come to the knowledge he is a sinner in need of a Savior. Father, open his heart to you and make it tender, pliable, and able to accept the things that make no sense to his mind, God, as the Spirit begins to draw him into your presence. Father, let your truth, Hashem, penetrate the deepest, most hidden places of doubt he may have and illuminate him with wisdom and understanding to drive out any fear in his heart that will keep him from drawing closer to you. Father, may the prayers and tears of the saints continue to ascend into heaven on behalf of Mr. Connor until he surrenders to the will of God and receive Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. Father, thank you for saving Mr. Connor in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for allowing Mr. Connor to become a father and to truly know what it means to be a father. Mr. Connor must come to know you as the father that created all fathers so he can become the best father and role model for his son. 
Father, in the process of Mr. Connor's road to salvation, we ask you to put godly fathers in his circle of influence and open his eyes to see the error of his ways and seek your face to become a father that loves and cherishes his son as a blessing and never a hindrance. May he not provoke his son and cause him to become discouraged, according to Colossians 3.21, or lead him astray by any lies or falsehoods in the way he lives his life before him. But give him a desire to pray for his son to see the best in him, in Jesus' name. Father, we ask for a compassionate heart and a deeper level of faith in you. So love and peace will be the catalyst that opened Mr. Connor's eyes to see your love for him. And for him to show that same love, I ye of a father to his son as a role model to point him back to you, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask for prayer for Mr. Carter's son that he will honor his father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise in the name of Jesus, that it may go well with him and that he may enjoy a long life on the earth, according to Ephesians 6, 2 through 3. Father, we pray his son will come to know the true love of a father in every area of his life as a young man and even when he grows older and become a himself. May he live according to your example of a good godly father. May he be an obedient and respectful son to his parents at home and at school and never bring them shame. Father, protect him from all hurt, harm, and danger he may face because of wrong instruction, delusions, and falsehoods about the realities of life in Jesus' name. Father God, we thank you this morning in the Moshara de Lolovosi for hearing and answering our prayers, for hearing, for healing in the body of Ms. Kalanger and salvation for Mr. Connor and your will for him to become a good father and role model for his son. Father, we ask not our will, but your will be done according to your plan and purpose for these, your people. In Jesus' name, I pray. Father, fill our hearts now with love for one another and give us the capacity and patience to go through the growing pains of life to reach to reap the rewards of victory in every area of our lives. And we give you the praise, the honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Mm, How about you? Amen. Amen. Fill our hearts with love for one another. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, um, Shirley, for that powerful prayer. And we stand together believing for the victory in these situations for these individuals. We know that when we pray that God hears us, he's a good father. He's a good father. And that he longs to bless his people. He longs to hear us cry out to him that he then will heal, deliver, and set free those that are presented to him as was presented this morning. So victory is on the way. Praise reports are going to come. And we give God all the glory, all the glory. Thank you, Shirley, for that powerful prayer this morning. So I want to go back to um, Mr. Linda for any further thoughts that she might have for us this morning before we close out our time together. Minister Linda. Yes. The trying, examination, demonstration of our faith works a work in us that opens our eyes to behold the infinite wisdom and power of the Almighty God through us, the believers, the church. It is to unveil before every throne and rank of angelic orders in the heavenly realm God's invincibleness. 
his praiseworthiness, his exceeding glory, power, and dominion. Our trials are the tools that bring us to maturity. That is the perfect work. They are what helps us to learn how to wait on God. Not in the sense of simply passing time and wondering when he will answer us, but in the sense of serving him through serving others, which expedites the time and brings a move of God in us and for us. Focusing on others takes our focus off of ourselves and enables us to seek God's face in joy and expectation. And in our trusting him, we're empowered to endure hardship like a good soldier and set ourselves to endure in whatever manner and for whatever length of time because God's word of promise, like the wheels of justice, may grind slow, but according to our, according to our clock, they grind slow, but they grind sure. Knowing that his word cannot return unto him void, but must accomplish what he pleases, it pleases him to give good gifts to his children, and knowing his word must prosper in the thing whereunto he has sent it, we can shout because he sent his word and healed us and delivered us from all destruction. Hallelujah. Blessings to you all. Oh, amen. Hallelujah. Yes, indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So just like uh, Mr. Linda just said, that trials are the tools. Think of that. They're the tools that bring us into perfection, that will bring us into that perfect place. So don't be afraid of the trials. God says, I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. That means in the hard times, he's right there. So I pray that this morning that you were blessed. Um, It's been a wonderful time. I want to thank Minister Linda and Sister Shirley for their um, obedience this morning, that as the word came forth, and as the prayers were offered, that we were in agreement and that we received, that we received of the Lord so that you know that you can do, you can face all things, all things through Christ. Why? Because he strengthens you. He gives you the tools. He gives you the ability And it will work in you. We can rely on our God for help no matter what. So, Father, in our weakness, in our weakness, you are made strong when we trust you. You have placed within us the ability, the ability to overcome to go through trials and tribulations and come out on the other side victorious. Pain has purpose. It has a purpose. 
and we yield. We yield this morning to the Holy Spirit for he will guide us through that pain, through that situation. For we are not alone, but you, Almighty God, are with us. Father, you said that you will restore. You will restore that which has been taken from us. So may we let patience do its perfect work in us. We thank you for allowing us to see another day, for allowing us to come together, to sit at your feet, to gain strength and wisdom so that as we go throughout this day that we will be aware of your holy presence and that we are the light We are the light that shines in the dark, dark world. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Be with us now and guide us throughout this day. In Jesus' name, I pray. I'm going to ask that um, Sister Tanika open up the lines, and when she does, I'm going to ask that all of you Pray in your heavenly language. Pray in the spirit this morning. We may pray just a few minutes, but that prayer in tongues is the perfect prayer. If you don't have your heavenly language, then just praise the Lord. Sister Tanika, open up the line, please. 